Hello, my darling, and welcome to today's story time. Chapter 2 In which Pooh goes visiting and gets into a tight place. Edward Bear, known to his friends as Winnie the Pooh, or Pooh for short, was walking through the forest one day, humming proudly to himself. He'd made a little hum that very morning as he was doing his stoutest exercises in front of the glass. Tra-la-la, tra-la-la. As he stretched up as high as he could go, then tra-la-la, tra-la. Oh, help, as he tried to reach his toes. After breakfast, he'd said it over and over to himself until he had learned it off by heart. Now, he was humming it right through properly. It went like this. Tra-la-la. 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 Rum-tum, tittle-um-tum. Tittle-ittle. 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 Rum-tum, tittle-um. Well, he was humming this hum to himself and walking along gaily, wondering what everybody else was doing, what it felt like being somebody else, when suddenly he came to a sandy bank, and in the bank was a large hole. Ah, said Pooh, dum dum tiddle dum dum. If I know anything about anything, that hole means rabbit, he said. And rabbit means company, he said. And company means food and listening to me, coming, and such like. Rum tum tum tiddlum. So he bent down, put his head into the hole, and called out. Anybody at home? There was a sudden scuffling noise from inside the hole. And then, silence. What I said was, called out Pooh very loudly, Is anybody at home? No, said a voice. And then added, You needn't shout so loud. I heard you quite well the first time. Oh, bother, said Pooh. Is there anybody here at all? Nobody, said the hole. Winnie the Pooh took his head out of the hole and thought for a little. He thought to himself, there must be somebody there, because somebody must have said, nobody. So he put his head back in the hole and said, hello, Rabbit, isn't that you? No, said Rabbit, in a different sort of voice this time. But isn't that Rabbit's voice, he said. I don't think so, said Rabbit. It isn't meant to be. Oh, said Pooh. He took his head out of the hole and had another thing. Then he put it back and said, Well, could you very kindly tell me where Rabbit is? He has gone to see his friend Pooh Bear. 
who is a great friend of his, said the hole. But this is me, said Pooh Bear, very much surprised. What sort of me? Pooh Bear? Are you sure, said Rabbit, still more surprised. Quite, quite sure, said Pooh. Oh well, then come on in. So Pooh pushed and pushed, pushed his way through the hole, and at last he got in. You're quite right, said Rabbit, looking at him all over. It is you, Black the Seal. Who do you think it was, said Pooh. Well, I wasn't sure. You know how it is in the forest. One can't have anybody coming into one's house. One has to be careful. What about a mouthful of something? Now, who always liked a little something at 11 o'clock in the morning? He was very glad to see Rabbit getting out the plates and mugs. When Rabbit said, Honey, you're condensed milk with your bread. Who was so excited that he said, Oh. And then, so as not to seem greedy, he added, but don't bother about the bread, please. And for a long time after that, he said nothing. Until at last, humming to himself in a rather sticky voice, he got up, shook Rabbit lovingly by the paw, and said, you must be going on. Must you? said Rabbit politely. Well, said Bill. I could stay a little longer if it, if you... He tried very hard to look in the direction of the larder. As a matter of fact, said Rabbit, I was going out myself directly. Oh, said Pooh. Well, then, I'll be going on. Goodbye. Well, goodbye, said Rabbit. If you're sure you won't have any more. Is there any more? Asked Pooh quickly. Rabbit took the covers off the dishes and said, well, no, there wasn't. I thought not, said Pooh, nodding to himself. Well, goodbye. I must be going on. So he started to climb out of the hole. He pulled with his front paws and pushed with his back paws. And in a little while, his nose was out in the open again. And then his ears. And then his front paws. And then his shoulders. And then... Oh, help, said Pooh. I better go back. Oh, bother. I guess I have to go on. I can't do either, he said. Oh, help. And bother. Now, by this time, Rabbit wanted to go for a walk, too. And finding the front door quite full... He went out by the back door, came round to Pooh and looked at him. Hello, he said. Are you stuck? Um, no, said Pooh carelessly. Just resting, thinking, humming to myself. Here, said Rabbit, give us a paw. Pooh Bear stretched out a paw. Rabbit pulled and pulled and pulled. Ow! 
cried Pluto. You're hurting me. Well, said Rabbit, the fact is, you're stuck. It all comes, Pooh said crossly, of not having front doors big enough. It all comes, said Rabbit sternly, of eating too much. I thought at the time, said Rabbit. Only I didn't like to say anything. That one of us was eating too much, and I knew it wasn't me, he said. Well, well, I shall go and fetch Christopher Robin. Now, Christopher Robin lived at the other end of the forest, and when he came back with Rabbit and saw the front half of Pooh, he said, Silly old bear. In such a loving voice that everybody felt quite hopeful again. I was just beginning to think, said Pooh, sniffing slightly, that Rabbit might not ever be able to use his front door again. And I should hate that, he said. So should I, said Rabbit. Use his front door again, said Christopher Robin. Of course he'll use his front door again. Good, said Rabbit. If we can't pull you out, Pooh, we might push you back, said Christopher Robin. Rabbit scratched his whiskers thoughtfully and pointed out that when once Pooh was pushed back, he was back. And of course, nobody was more glad to see Pooh than he was. Still, there it was. Some lived in trees, and some lived underground, and... You mean, I'd never get out, said Pooh. I mean, said Rabbit, that having got so far, it seems a pity to waste it. Christopher Robin nodded. And there's only one thing to be done, he said. We shall have to wait for you to get thin again. Well, how long does that take? Asked Pooh anxiously. About a week, I should think. I can't stay here for a week, said Pooh. You can stay here all night, silly old bear. It's getting you out, which is so difficult, said Christopher Robin. We'll read to you, said Rabbit cheerfully. And I hope it won't snow, he added. And I say, old fellow, you're taking up a good deal of room in my house. Do you mind if I use your back legs as a towel horse? Because, I mean, they are doing nothing. And it would be very convenient to just hang towels on them. A week, said Pooh gloomily. What about meals? I am afraid no meals, said Christopher Robin, because of getting thin quicker. But we will read to you. Pooh began to sigh, and then found he couldn't, because he was so tightly stuck. A tear rolled down his eye as he said, Would you read a sustaining book, such as would help and comfort a wedged bear in great tightness? So for a week, Christopher Robin read that sort of book at the north end of Pooh. The rabbit hung his washing on the south end, and in between, Pooh felt himself getting slenderer and slenderer. And at the end of the week, Christopher Robin said, Now. So he took hold of Pooh's front paws, and Rabbit took hold of Christopher Robin, 
Bill Rabbit's friends and relations took hold of Rabbit, and they all pulled together. And for a long time, Pooh only said, Ow! And oh! And then, all of a sudden, he said, Pop! Just as the cork were coming out of the bottle. And Christopher Robin and Rabbit, and all Rabbit's friends and relations, went head over heels backwards. And then on top of them came Winnie the Pooh, completely free. So, a lot of thanks to his friends, he went on with his walk through the forest, humming proudly to himself. But Christopher Robin looked after him lovingly and said, That's my silly old bear. And this, my darling, ends our story time for today. As always, I hope that you have very sweet and creepy dreams.